Hey y'all, and welcome back to this week's episode of the College and Career Podcast. I'm Carson Hall. I'm your host. I'm the College and Career Pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church. I'm so happy that you decided to listen in today to our latest episode of Biblical Wisdom. We're going through the book of Proverbs together, and this week we're jumping right back into that study of biblical wisdom. Now, who has a cell phone? I know everybody probably is either listening on a cell phone or has a cell phone. What do you typically do most of the time when you get a call? Uh, Do you answer it, especially if it's a number you don't know, or do you just let it go to voicemail? More often than not, I'll typically answer a phone call if I get one from a random number, especially if they have a similar area code to me. But if it's a number that's like from a different state or whatever, typically I'll just let it go to voicemail. And if they are a real person and they need me, then I'll answer the voicemail. Does anybody else do that? I know I'm just trying to help y'all start getting your minds turning. Just think along with me. What do you typically do when somebody calls you and you don't know the answer or you don't know the number? Excuse me. Do any of y'all know anybody that no matter how many times you call them, you can call them and call them and call them. Even if they know it's you that's calling them, most of the time they're going to not answer. I'm sure we all have those people in our lives that just typically don't like to answer their phone. Today, we're going to be looking at and see how the wisdom of the Lord is calling us. Will you answer? We're going to be in Proverbs 1, 20 through 33 today. Before we start, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today, dear God. God, I thank you for all you've done for us. God, I pray and thank you for everybody listening to this podcast. Dear Lord, I pray that you just work in all of our lives, that we glorify you in all we do. God, help us to live our lives in a reflective manner, to reflect your light into this dark world. God, I pray that you just work in all of our lives to grow us closer to you every single day. In your holy name I pray. Amen. So like I said, we're going to be in Proverbs 1, 20 through 33 this week. And as always, what we're going to do is we're going to read through our text, and then we're going to break it down further from there. So starting in Proverbs 1, verse 20. So if you have your Bible or your Bible app on your phone, please open it up and join me in Proverbs 1, verse 20. Starting in verse 20. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses, at the openings of the gates in the city. She speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you, because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded, because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke. 
I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you. Then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of the fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. So as we begin our text here, we are introduced to a personification of wisdom. And that is going to be Lady Wisdom. Wisdom is portrayed as a lady here, if you will. And through our text, we begin in verse 1, seeing here that Lady Wisdom is calling. She raises her voice in the open square. She cries out in the chief concourses at the openings of the gates in the city. The wisdom of the Lord calls out to everyone. Who's ever been out you know, on a walk outside or on a plane flight or just out in nature and you just kind of look at the awesomeness of nature. That very nature, the world we live in, beckons and calls our attention to its creator. The wisdom of the Lord, the wisdom that there is a God, there is an all-powerful God that created everything we see. The breath we breathe, the mountains, the oceans, the very world we live in calls out that there is a God. Lady Wisdom is beckoning through the world. When we look at this, both nature and by conscience, wisdom is calling. As Warren Wearsby says in his Old Testament commentary of the Bible, the church's job is to proclaim the gospel message. So everybody can hear, believe, and be saved. Like wisdom, we must herald the word in an uncompromising way. As the church of Christ, we must proclaim his good news to this dark and dying world. We must proclaim the truth of his true wisdom. And not mirror the false wisdom that is in the world. When wisdom calls, we must listen. We mustn't turn our backs on wisdom. As we see here, looking back at our text, Lady Wisdom begins her address with a question. Asking here, how long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long will you remain in your ways? Lady Wisdom says, turn at my rebuke. Turn to the knowledge and wisdom of God. Depart from the things of this world. For the lost, put your faith, speaking to the lost person. Put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, our hope and Savior. Depart from the things of this world. If you already have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, it's time to look at your life and really search your heart about what you may be holding on to. As humans, oftentimes we carry with us some baggage, some worldly things that we often won't let go of. And those things, whether it be, for example, an immoral relationship, a cell phone, alcohol, 
drugs, whatever it is that may be pulling your attention away from Christ. We hold on to these things and will often distract us and make it difficult to hear and or answer that call. It can be quite difficult to attempt to answer your phone with stuff in your hands. Imagine you're walking into the house with bags of groceries and you get an important phone call. You can't immediately answer the phone because you have stuff in your hands. You have to put it down first. As Christians, we can't hold on to the things of this world. We can't have those things that we run to in times of stress, in hard times, those secret sins that we hold and we only we know about. God knows. And God is calling for us to relentlessly pursue him. Let go of all those bags so that we can answer his call. The call of godly wisdom. If you have your hands full, it's hard to answer the call. And I feel you truly don't understand the phrase having your hands full until you have a one-year-old that can walk around fairly well. Because if you're in the middle of something and you're trying to get a phone call and you see your daughter walking around trying to put the dog food in the water bowl for the dogs, typically the priority is going to be trying to stop your daughter from putting that dog food in the water bowl. Now, Take that with a grain of salt. That's a distraction. When we have these distractions in our lives, this sin in our lives, pulling us away from God, if we have our hands full, metaphorically, we're called as Christians to relent all those things to Christ. All those things that we may be holding on to, distracting us from answering his call. We're called to let go of. We continue to look through this passage. We must let go of the things of this world. When we answer the call of wisdom and when we answer wisdom, wisdom will be made known to us. As we look through our text, we'll see in our text it says just that. Twenty-three, Verse 23 here says, Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you, and I will make my words known to you. Wisdom will make itself known to you. Going through our text again, we see in verse 29, Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. We see again in Proverbs 1 verse 7 that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. This fear we see here, we see referenced in verse 1, 7, in verse 7 of chapter 1, excuse me, and verse 29 is not talking about like a scary fear. It's talking about a fear, a reverence to the Lord, a respect. True knowledge brought about by the Lord, by having a personal relationship with him, 
When you begin a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and you sin, you feel conviction by the Holy Spirit who is in you, convicting you of that sin. Whereas before you felt nothing unless you possibly got caught for what you were doing. Because of the Holy Spirit, you are now made aware of that sin so that you may repent and turn from your sinful ways. Depart from the things of this world and pursue heavenly wisdom. Pursue a Christ-like life. As we see in this passage we are studying today, that those who do not heed wisdom's call will inevitably reap what they sow. In verse 31 it says, Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way, and be filled to the full with their own fancies. If you live like the world, and are in the world, you're going to reap what you sow. In verse 32 we see how the turning away of sinners from the wisdom of the Lord will be their destruction. But oh, the joy we see in verse 33 for the Christian. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Oh, the joy in that verse. There is freedom from sin and true joy in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins, so that we may have a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. As we've looked through this text, this wisdom that is calling out, this wisdom is a picture of salvation. As well, not only wisdom, but also a picture of the salvation that is in Christ our Lord. If God is working in your heart, calling you to Him, we must heed his call. We mustn't send it to voicemail. We mustn't turn our backs on his heavenly call. We must pick up the proverbial phone. We mustn't not answer it or let it just go on to voicemail, if you will. If God's calling you to salvation, you must answer. If God's calling you into service, or into repentance from your sins. When God calls, we must answer, because we never know how many calls we may have left. We never know when it may be our time to go. So if the Lord is calling you, and you do not know him as your personal Lord and Savior, answer the call. God sent his son to die on a cross for our sins that we may have that personal relationship with him. Christian, is God calling you to repent and let go of some of that baggage that may be keeping you from living out your Christian life to the fullest? Really pursuing a Christ-like life, living your life to reflect the goodness of God in this dark world? Is God calling you to service? Calling you to serve in ministry? Calling you to serve as a Sunday school teacher, as a leader, as a nursery worker? If God's calling you, no matter how he's calling you, we must answer. So as I close this lesson, 
I have two questions for you. One, have you answered God's call? Whether God is calling you to salvation, repentance, or service, have you answered? Two, secondly, Christian brothers and sisters, what are you holding on to? We must let go fully of the things of this earth so that we can focus fully on him. Let go of that baggage so you can pick up the phone of God's call. We must fully focus on him. I thank you all for listening in today with me. And I pray that you will listen to these words. Listen to the call of wisdom and the call of God on your life. Whether that's for salvation, service, or repentance. If God's calling you, answer. Will you answer today? Dear Heavenly Father, I pray and thank you for everything you've done for us, God. And I pray that you just help us all to always keep our hands empty. Let go of the things of this world and be ready to answer your call whenever you call us. God, I pray that you work in all of our lives. Draw us closer to you and closer together every single day. And help us spread your light into this dark world. God, thank you for all you do. And all you have done and all you will do for us. In your holy name I pray. Amen. I challenge you, if any of y'all have any questions, please reach out. Any questions about service, any questions about repentance, any questions about salvation, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me at carsonhall.mbc at gmail.com. If you have any questions, I would love to answer. Thank you so much for listening in. And I can't wait to see what God's going to teach us in the next week as we move into chapter 2 of Proverbs. Thank you all so much, and have a blessed day.